0: Welcome to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz Podcast with Michelle B, a midlife mama of millennials, wife, South Florida realtor, marketer, lifestyle blogger, and fan of an Okie Chardonnay who loves a niche life. Each week, she'll be sharing her real-life marketing and branding tips from influencers in and out of real estate, bloggers, and social media stars. Buckle up for a side of sassy, a sprinkle of sparkly, and entertaining conversations with influencers who share their secrets to grow their businesses. Sit back and get comfortable. With your favorite drink. Let's start today's Sip Social Sales Sash. Hey, hey guys, it's Michelle B with today's Sip Social Sales Sash brought to you by the Real Estate Influencer Buzz Podcast. And hashtag so boca lifestyle and media. We are boca based and globally inspired. I am a real estate agent with REMAX services here in beautiful Boca Raton. And today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about millennials. Well, guess what? This midlife mama has two daughters who are millennials. And I think they're fantastic. And I think their friends are fantastic. And I want to talk a little bit about why I think millennials are fantastic. Because there's a lot of negativity out there. And this is my take. And I I did a a quick poll with some of the moms that I know that have millennials uh, in their world. And I said to them, tell me positive things about the millennials in your world. What are the takeaways, work related, lifestyle, travel, and money? One of my friends said that she loves that they are all about work life balance. They are innovative and no longer letting the man (laughs) dictate their lives. She has daughters like I do, they're more into the quality of life rather than possessions. They also like to get back to nature and food and natural remedies for illnesses, chemical free. And I thought that was very cool. Another friend of mine said that her mill is not judgmental about people with different lifestyles, and he has a live and let live attitude. I love, love, love that. Um, another friend of mine said she finds that mills are very good with change. They don't hang on to things they want the experience. They are a matter of fact and don't much care what their elders think about their choices. Quite confident in general. And they don't want their grandma's china. I say that all the time. Preach it, girl. Um, But I do love the fact that my girlfriends who have children that are millennials stepped up like, really immediately when I placed this um, text message to them, I'm going to tell you my take on my millennials. I think they are responsible. They're hard workers. They have taught me a shit ton about life. And that includes not getting too wrapped up in the corporate, corporate stuff and to be open-minded to different ways that I can conduct my business, Uh, how I'm running my blog. I remember saying to Kylie one day, you know, what do you think about this? And I wanted to argue with her because that's me, right? I'm an Aries and I'm her mom. And then I finally looked at her. I said, I am so sorry. You are right. You're absolutely right. Thank you for for this. I, I really appreciate it. And I love... That you you know you stood firm with me about that. I think the thing is, um, if people want to work with millennials, and and I feel pretty pretty strongly about this, it's like okay, what can you learn from them, as well as them learning from you? Because you're not necessarily the teacher or mentor that they are looking for, right? You might be able to segue and work with them. But if you've got old school ideas in today's new world, how is that really going to work? So I said to someone, you know, what would be cool is if, you know, people would listen to the millennials on how they are managing and working things and figure out how to make that work in their business instead of trying to, um, push an agenda that's, in my opinion, kind of old school. And I say that because I worked for Fortune 500 companies. I um, had extensive training. I had extensive um, trainings constantly over 10 years on corporate culture and what um, a, a huge company, I worked for Listerine, so you can imagine how big that company was. It got bought out by Pfizer and, you know, what the corporate culture was like over those years. But I will tell you something. The one thing that Warner Lambert did, which was remarkable, is they did not assume that we all had the skill set of corporate people. They brought us in for training for a full week in New Jersey and taught us from soup to nuts. That included some cursory things that you would think people would know, like shaking hands and eye contact. Um, We were videotaped doing presentations before we were ever allowed to do a presentation to anyone, included uh, a five-category presentation and a one-category presentation because we had a lot of products at Warner Lambert, you know, all um, uh, in the food, drug, and mass accounts. But how forward-thinking was that damn company that they, they were also very open to ideas and suggestions on, on working? Now, I will say, um, I, I'm going to just say it, they didn't care that much about if we were working nine to five, they wanted to see the bottom line. If I was bringing in the numbers, they didn't give a crap if I was working one day a week. They probably did give a crap, but you know what I'm saying? Like that was not their immediate focus. And so I always have worked remotely, literally remotely, because we always worked from our cars, right? Our offices were in our cars and things like that. Um, So having to have some structure and things like that, I had to learn how to do that realistically Um, and I always say be a mentor to the person that you're hiring and think about what questions someone would ask you if you were getting hired in today's market and what value would you put on the skill set that maybe uh, a millennial really does have I can tell you right now if my girls had not told me to get on snapchat two and a half years ago I wouldn't have a podcast today. I I know I wouldn't have a podcast today. I wouldn't have a YouTube channel. I wouldn't have two Instagram accounts. And I wouldn't know how to manage my social media. And why do I say that? Because I met other like-minded people who were not so young, by the way, in my real estate world who totally got that shit. And thank God, I am so happy that I met the people that I met because my daughter said, Mom, get on Snapchat. You probably think it's kind of cool. And it ended up being the coolest thing ever. And I highly recommend that, you know, sit down with millennials, get to know them, get to know what they are doing. They are freaking fabulous. I love being able to sit with my daughters and their friends and have these conversations. And they're very, very, Deep thinkers and they are respectful. I I I know that, you know, what my thought process was listen, if you want to pigeonhole a whole generation that lazy and entitled, you better freaking look at the people that you're surrounded by because I can assure you, every age group has that. Every age group has that, right? If you circle back to real estate, and I've said this before, and it was talked about at Agent 2021. Uh, when they had an entire panel on how to work with millennials. And I I said, you know, I put my hand up, and I've said this in a previous flash briefing, but I'm like, what the hell? All you got to do is do a little research. Now, who's being lazy here? You're in your 40s, and you don't know how to work with millennials. Who's being lazy now? All you got to do is Google it, go on Instagram, go watch some YouTube videos, and you're going to have your answers. It's not brain surgery and if you want to work with them in any aspect do the research listen if it were me like when i wanted to get my first job with uh, a beauty company like i was trying to get jobs with like l'oreal and estee lauder and all of those companies back in the day before they were all under one big heading and i literally would go to ecker drugs here in south florida and i would look at all the products where they were placed, what kind of skews they had, what flavors <laughs> they had of deodorants, what was baby magic. I did that for all of these companies so that when I went in for my interview, I'd done my market research. It's so easy to do it now. You can do that on freaking Google, right? I ended up getting a job with Menon, and I worked for them for about a year, and then I segued over to Warner Lambert, where I was for 10 years. And then after that, I ended up segueing into pharmaceutical sales. But again, I did the research. I didn't know a whole lot about prenatal vitamins and estrogen. I mean, it wasn't something I, like, sat there in bed and read about at night. So I had to research, you know, what... The company was what I was going to go work for about that kind of stuff. Um, Same thing with Warner Lambert. When I went into it, I wanted to make sure I knew what the products were at the time. It was over-the-counter stuff, so it was Schick razors, it was topical Benadryl, it was Lubriderm lotion. Okay, it was that kind of stuff. EPT. Okay. Um, My point is, is you can't point a finger at millennials and tell them they're lazy and they don't know shit when you got other people in your own demographic and age group, okay, that act the same way. So I'm going to say, I think mills, I call them my mills, um, have gotten a bad rap, you know, and sit down with some that you know uh, and have a conversation with them. I'm going to tell you right now, it's highly enlightening. And I thank God every day that I know some amazing millennials. And I... I'm going to put it out there to say that is, in my world, you know, the majority of the mills, at least that I know uh, through my girls. So uh, I say stop being so freaking judgy and take a step back and see what you can pull in regard to all the good stuff um, that millennials can do, especially if you're considering hiring them. And you know what? They need a little mentoring, just like we need a little mentoring. And you can kind of tell right away, those are the kind of questions you probably want to ask if you're doing an interview. You know, they just don't have those same skill sets that we grew up with. That that happens. Happens with every generation, you know. And um, and it also depends on how how some kids grew up maybe they didn't grow up with a great work ethic in their home who knows you don't know what's going on behind scenes but if you see someone and they're like an onion and you peel back those layers you could really have some something amazing so anyways I just wanted to share my thoughts on that today and um I I hope uh you enjoyed I don't know if this is going to be a flash or a podcast. But either way, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you want to buzz by uh, my website, com, I've got lots of stuff on there, uh, other blog posts that you can uh, hopefully uh, enjoy. And if you're a realtor and you're listening to this, I love referrals. So feel free to send me a referral. And uh, I'm in South Florida and I work all over South Florida. So no worries. Or if you just need some advice on getting a referral somewhere else in the country great database. Uh, I hope you guys have a great, great day. And thanks for jumping on and listening today. If you like what you're hearing, and it's either on my podcast or it's on The Flash, feel free to leave me a five-star review. I hope you guys have a great day.